0: Good morning, Anchor! It's the day after game day, September 22nd. I'm Rich Frazier, and this is Cockatrice Nuggets. Uh, Let's start off with a couple of call wins. Hello, zero people watching. So I thought I'd start streaming some of my prep since uh, I'm doing a lot of it lately, and uh, COVID-19 has uh, definitely sent me... Um playing, playing Roll20 more, so what I'm doing is setting up dynamic lighting here, and first of all, I want to say that I am no Roll20 expert. I am just learning Roll20, but I thought it might be interesting to show you guys what I'm doing here. Um, so basically, if you don't know what dynamic lighting is, it is you put in walls to block things, basically. Um, actually, I don't know why there's light showing through here, I need to figure that out. But there's light showing through this whole thing, huh? Alright, so, let's go ahead and select the token here. Go ahead and, uh, oops, get on the select tool, not the drawing tool. Go ahead and delete that thing I just made. Alright, now, this guy should be casting light. He is not, okay. Because I only set up one of the tokens. Where's my light casting? There he is. So this guy is admitting light. So he's like a he's like a little torch, right? A little salamander over here. And as he walks through, you can see the light moving. All right. And then once he could come out to here, what happens? Now we can hit Control L, and it'll show the light that he sees. Okay. So even though all that light was shining. Brew in there there uh, was not oh there's a little crack right there huh little crack right there and then see so i keep getting this these guys able to go through walls so that's it's very cheaty. <laughs> right um all like i gotta do there and hey i can see the part so, let's see here, what I wanted to do was check out and see if a player can do that. Ah, it's funny to click that and then can't. icon. Alright, so, we'll grab my friend Roger here, He's a chief remember, he's next to zero. Uh, can Roger, yeah, see, Roger can pick through walls too! That is annoying! It's like I have to fill this whole thing up, right? And see, I can't drag him through the wall there, but I can drag him to the wall there. Hmm. Alright, now let's see if that was just because I didn't know what I was really doing. do first. Let's go ahead and copy this dude, and we'll come down here to that spot I was just working on. Oh, I can't see it because I'm not on the lighting there. Um, hotkey is L period, I think? Nope, L comma. Alright, so, um, I am working right around here, so let's go ahead and click there. And then let's go to the objects layer again, paste him in. There we go. Alright, now can he still is Oh, he slipped right through there! I mean, is that because I'm the GM? I mean, that's gotta be because I'm the GM, right? Layer perspective. Oops. I'm all crazy. See? This token could go halfway through the walls. And that is insane. Now, this might be because I'm using updated lighting, but uh, I really don't know. So, that's something that I'm definitely going to have to look into. Um, yeah, what is it? It's a. Uh, tokens moving next to walls shows my name Here we go. Here's something from me. There you go. Boom. That's exactly where it is. Yeah. So what I'm writing here is the center to- point of the token, which is what I'm getting, see, center point, is the one being blocked by the walls. Now you can see though the wall is right here, right here is where the wall is. So my token is stopping at the wall, but he is going through it. But he's not able to come around that corner, right? Looks like it's a ongoing issue. Um I you know, and I started using updated dynamic lighting and I can't get back to regular dynamic lighting. I will go into the settings, I will go what the heck did I do? Um I'll go into the page settings, I will go down here and enable follow or enable out dynamic lighting, click enter or okay, and it will freeze my system. Um, you know, I have not tried turning off dynamic lighting and turning it back on, turning off updated and then saving it and then turning on the new one. I will try that later. But the thing is, um, I really don't want to lose all my work, you know? I've got, this is a big map, unfortunately. I, uh, I really picked the wrong map to start with. Do you have most of it done now? So you are not coming in here on, uh, going to watch me do all the dynamic lighting. In fact, I will probably take a break in a little bit, um, probably after I finish this here. And we will start dropping some tokens, uh, which is kind of exciting. I like to put tokens on maps. Um, so let's go ahead and get back into where I I don't remember that I haven't done this boss level yet. <coughs> Got my Imperium, which is basically the boss of uh, this level. Let me go ahead and check him out. Okay, um, 5e monster from Morning Tans, I think? I'm not sure. Um, he is a CR23. Um, my player group is um, average level. 13 I think because there is a low level dragging that average down, but um, I think most of them are 14 now uh, They might even be 15 um, everybody's excited because we're getting close to cap and um, Most people haven't hit cap in a campaign before um, this is actually a very very old campaign. It's been going on at least three years um, We've been taking breaks switching over to other games um, kind of when some people dropped out we stopped playing this game and we started playing a different game and then uh, when we started playing again we like took a short break and then we started playing again and um, we started a different game because not everybody from that second game showed up uh, and then we started switching back and forth between the second and first game or the third and the first game and now it's uh, when we came back to level 20 I was like what does everyone want to play? And they were like we want to play the high level and this is my um this is my really story-driven game too. This is where uh my players are going through my plot, which um kind of sounds rarity, but it's not um I have So basically I start off with an ending, all right? For part 1, the ending was they're going to battle the lich. All right? And this battle is going to be a multi-tiered ladder a multi tiered battle basically climbing up um, a, uh, a a mountain or a hill right uh going through switchbacks and fighting a level at a time, basically of mobs um, and that was really all I had planned. Um, this was after lost mind found Delver, so I kind of placed the witch in as um the king of the area. Um, I, uh, Glass staff got away so they thought he was a, the, the enemy for a long time. Um, it turns out he was the enemy of the Lich, so the Lich had sent him, them to kill him. Once they found that out, that was when they headed back, um, found out about a ritual he was casting to flood the world, and, um, attacked him doing his ritual. Unfortunately, a Simulacrum was there, uh, on top, it was a decoy ritual. There was an actual boat um, that they had passed by. Um, and I've mentioned it, you know, just as one of the things sitting around. Um, and obviously, more interesting was this huge hill of baddies. Um, so, the witch got away. At the end of that fight, they were contacted by um, uh, a god, basically. A um think she's an evil god. I I don't have too much information on her yet. I've not decided who she is. Um, It is the blue lady from a BCC module that we started started this campaign with. Uh, I have not decided who she is or anything, really, about her. (laughs) I've decided that she is not a good deity. Uh, She is probably a bad one. And she has her own interest in this. Um, But she sent them to hell. Um, because they knew a guy there, they actually made a contract with the devil, um, I forced him into a contract um by sending him through a maze, whittling them down, and then um at the end, there was a pit fiend, and uh it's like Hey yo, so why don't why don't you sign this contract for me and they decided that they could not fight him <laughs> um. He was a souped-up pit thing too, so they, they would have had a hard time with him. Um, well, I don't know what that has to do with an Imperium, honestly. <laughs> I think we're talking about levels. Um, but I don't think my players will have too much trouble fighting a single challenge level 23. Um, this is a prison, now, and they are making friends in this. They have started up here. They had they actually um, made a friend with an elder brain. They put him into a a brine elemental, basically from his uh, pool that he was trapped in. And uh, they started calling him a crank. So I, I whipped up a, uh, a graphic. Um, so they're traveling around with him and his two uh, goth bodyguards. Um, I have started making fun of them. Calling them goths, right? Um, I have started making little goth jokes, um, and they are—they are very—they are, very, are not very far into this. They have come through section two, which is the entrance, and they are just entering section one, which you really, really can't see here. What happened? What happened? Alright, well that is a technical difficulty there. Um did I delete my map maybe? I do not know what happened there. Let's take a look. Um yeah, it looks like everything's still here. I'm not sure if this page is updating, let's take a look. So I now have the lighting layer. Yeah, it looks like yeah, see that my cell man. Um Okay, so I don't know what happened to you, that. We will just refresh it and uh move back over to this one. Anyway, they came through uh the first area. Um or the, the entrance area which is label number two. They are almost done exploring the first area. Um they just met their um ultralaw. Which they think they're there to get. Um, but actually this is a different off. Um, he is right here. They just killed a bunch of dudes right here. It was a dirty battle. Oh my god! They used hypnotic pattern, and I failed a lot of saving throws. Um, so they basically took him out one at a time. <laughs> it was a not, It was very anticlimactic for me, but of course they loved it, right? And that, that's what players love. Players love getting one over on the GM. So let's see. Let me start. Back with this dynamic lighting. Okay, I'm still getting used to the keyboard commands. Alright, let's see here. Oops, I am not on the lighting layer for some reason. Alright, the select tool. So FG. That's supposed to get me the draw I'm not Cool. But I did not. Much. That is dark red. I'm using white red. Alright. So, um, Yeah, I'm pretty excited to get this campaign into Tier 4. Right now we're at Tier 3. So, uh, this originally started with, um, like I said, that DCC adventure. And then I started running uh, in the same world for some other friends. Um And then I started running Lost Mines with Bandel. And that was for um a couple of new friends. I thought it would be a good introduction, it definitely was. Um, they had a lot of fun and we continued in my own world instead of setting it in Forgotten Realms. So this was the world that I had started in with that DCC adventure. There had also been, there had been more than just that DCC adventure. Um, there was something from uh, Total Party Tale Handbook, um, which is a, basically uh, a bunch of adventures. I think I got uh, the the Demon Maze or the Devil Maze out of there too. Um, there's some good stuff in there. I need to pop that open and see what it's, see what it's like. Uh, so after that, I decided I was going to start running um, Tales from the Yawning Portal. Um so we we skipped the first one, which is I can't remember what the first one is. The second one's Forge of Fury. That's the one that we jumped into. So we jumped into Forge of Fury. And they were too high a level for that. So what I did was went ahead and went in and replaced a lot of it with my own stuff. Um, I was also running a lot of Adventures League at the time, so I had printed out most of the Forget Fury maps, so um, I was kind of recycling that as well. It was a lot of fun. Um, I I rewrote the entire thing. Uh, they met a Rakshasa who casted Gia on one of the players to find the Eye of Vecna. This Rakshasa had the Hand of Vecna. They eventually found the Eye of Vecna. And I did that stupid, stupid thing where I let my villain stand in front of the party. Um, And if you don't know what happens to your villain, if you let him stand in front of the party, he dies. Uh, There were six of them against a single Rakshasa. Um, And the Rakshasa rolled low. I tend to roll low really bad on initiative. Um so bad that I've started just averaging initiative out. Um I at the table I was using um ten plus dexterity and I was just using the highest dexterity of the group usually. Sometimes I was sporting them into the two if there were two different if there were several different um monsters, NPCs, whatever, bad guys. But uh I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. So the Rakshasa. So this Rakshasa just gets decimated. Um, and yeah, I knew they were going to hell, so I was okay with it. Uh, but now they've got the Hand of Eye of Vachna. Um Which uh, actually just came up in the party. Funny enough, because I was going to bring it up, but they decide one of the players decided that if worse turned to worse, he would wear the Hand and Eye just so they could, you know, use the powers of the Hand and Eye to help them out, um, because they are they are up, up shit's creek basically. I the theme of this um, campaign is there are no good choices. So, I have been putting bad choice after bad choice after bad choice in front of them. And they have been taking the lesser in their minds of the two. Um, of course, they never have all the information, so it makes a bad choice even worse. But, uh, I mean, they're still alive, so they're doing pretty good. Um, I have not killed a character yet. Uh, I think 5e is very, um, can be very resilient. Uh, it, is, uh, it is definitely easy to kill a character. Uh, especially at low levels, and especially if you want to. So don't get me wrong. Five V's no uh no walk in the park. It can definitely be difficult, especially the way I run a game. But uh my players usually have a high number of PCs in the game. Um I like to run big tables. Um that's one of the reasons I really like Adventurers League, because there were usually seven people at my table. Um, so I got to run big table. I like I like seven to ten people. I, I like a full table, a full room. Uh, I really like banter. I really like when um the players get sidetracked and start discussing things, you know? And that's one of my downfalls I think as a DM, um, especially in this campaign. Because I will let them go for, you know, a whole session almost sometimes. Um I know two sessions ago, before they got into this um jail, they Um, they they spent like two hours trying to decide what they were going to do. Um, and I let them. I listen, you know. I I really like that stuff, and I try. So lately, I've been jumping in a little more and giving them correct information. I don't remember who said it. There was a there was somebody, a podcast or a stream talking about um. Making sure your players have the information, right? Giving them the good information and um, just go ahead and tell them. Just be like, hey, no, that's that's not the way it is, you know. And remind them, hey, this is, this is what you guys were doing. Uh, and I think that's really great because I am of the camp that uh, being subtle is no good because the players never know what you're talking about. So, uh, like, if I'm trying to, you know, subtly hint at something, I'm not going to subtly hint at it. I'm just going to come out and tell them. So that goes hand in hand with this new approach I'm taking, which is tell them everything. You know, say, hey, no, this is what's going on. No, you've totally got that wrong, because you know their characters would, you know, they're not taking a week off in between games, right? So they would know exactly what's going on. Still, they would, even though the players aren't taking notes, and that's that's kind of where I was. I was I was basically punishing players for not taking notes. and while I want them to take notes and they want them to be involved in the campaign, punishing them for not taking notes is uh not the way to get them to take notes, right? It's to get them get them a different way, right? When they realize, oh, if I was taking notes I could I could put this together myself or something else, I don't know. I don't know how to get my players to take notes they're not doing it but uh so I'm starting to take notes for them kind of um I have a page set up a starting page um, I do a warm up question uh every it's to get into character um it's great I found it from um reddit it's, uh if you steal or if you search up um steal this idea, I think, question, warm-up question, you'll find it. Uh, so I've see, been seeing a lot of these starter pages, um, and mine was merely this picture, everyone had dropped their tokens on it, and my question. So what I've done, i I put a couple of NPCs on here for next time, i put um, a recap that one of the players wrote, it was, it's just some bullet points here. Um, Uh, I put down what the XP they got was. Uh, I'm using a modified system, kind of like the one from Xanathar's. Um, Basically, it takes 8 experience points to level up. They are getting... they got 2 experience points for this session. So, one quarter of their uh, experience bar. Um, They ended a long rest, or... They ended a long rest, kind of. Um, They summoned the mansion. uh, Morning came in his magnificent mansion. Um, They had just defeated uh, Abishai and uh, Narragon Guards, and uh, they are just about to talk to this Ultraloth, but haven't gotten to know him well yet. So what I said is I would rather that they take this long rest after they talk to the Ultraloth, but nothing's going to happen in between the time they talk to the Ultraloth and the long rest, so come back assuming you've had a long rest. Um, so I am very excited to get to that because they're gonna find out, oh, this isn't the ultra law that you've been looking for. um, I've actually found a good ultra law somewhere um I don't remember what his name is. I have it written down, and uh I will write up uh a token and stuff for him probably before well today. date is my uh, game, and it is Sunday right now. No, it's Saturday. Saturday. Okay? So I will take Monday and probably um, write up his token, and I want to do some World Anvil pages. Um, I'd also, I really want to go ahead and update that um, start page and make it look a little better, right? Um, I want to have the question up before they get back. Um, make sure my players are there. And I don't want them coming back to the, the map. Um, uh, I want to, like, you know, put some more NPCs up here that they know. Um, I want to make it look pretty, right? Because this kind of looks like crap now. It's just a white background, so I want to get a nice background for it. Um, I've seen people like using tabletops basically. <coughs> Um, I saw one guy had a book here that was all, uh, you know, like 45 degree angle, and he had the, the last session notes right here. Um, so I, I was going to do something like that for this. Um, also, I am going to start typing my notes into it, um, which aren't too much for this, for this last uh, episode. Um, but I kind of want them to uh, be able to take a look at the characters. If they want to come here during the week, I, they don't. I mean that <laughs> they come to play and that's it, which is fine. Um, this uh, this is why I'm a forever DM because I love this part. I love going deep into the lore and I love figuring out who people are and stuff like that. So um, so this is Sabrina and I should link. my world Android page hey look I got caps lock on and I log in and it does not have my password saved and then it's probably not in hey that was it good 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 uh, go ahead and save that I'm using brave for world 20 because I'm using um, as you saw I think if you were paying attention I'm using the VTT Enhancement Suite and Bear 20. Um, These are... These are gray area tools definitely. I am very happy that that these exist. Um, It makes things easy for me. Um, It makes importing these things super easy. Um, I was using ShapeSheet, Sheet, which has a converter. You just paste the uh, stat block down in GM notes. Um, so when we pop open tokens, you might notice that we send in GM notes. But uh, Better 20 is, and like I said, I, I don't know if I, you know, I don't really want to endorse this because, you know, you can import whole adventures. Um, you can import, you know, monsters from everywhere you know, and I don't own something on here, but I was like, oh no, I don't own that, you know, um, I can't remember what it was, uh, there's one of these that I don't own. Anyway, um, so I, I should have access to it, right, uh, but, uh, I do, I have access to all these monsters. Um, and it's nice that there's some third-party sources here, too. Um, Kobold Press, all their stuff is... Um, uh, OGL. So anything that they publish is free to use, basically. So that's um, as a website with a collection of their stuff on there. Um, but everything else is in D&D Beyond for me, and I really like D&D Beyond. I... Um, I like not using paper books. Uh, I like being able to search pretty fast. Um, Honestly, I was using PDFs, especially the adventures that print stuff out uh, in the beginning. But as soon as B&D Beyond came out, I stopped using PDFs and went over to that. So again, Better 20 is is piracy, right? Um, Especially if I'm taking something that I don't have. So... But... I don't want to interview things one at a time, you know. So I am going to use it, and I don't know that this is. I mean, streaming about it's probably bad. I right? shouldn't be talking about it, but you actually using it, um, and it's not that hard to find. It was pretty easy to find, um, especially um, virtual tabletop. Um, what this does actually is it. It lets you use a bunch of stuff that would only be in the API, um, or the, um, the second tier version of Roll20. So without paying for it. So it basically exports your character to a JSON file and you can import it to a different um, different campaign. So you can move stuff around that way. Um, which is it's gray area, you know, because of the fire down here, which doesn't work if you have uh, 5e tools installed, funny enough. What's up, boy? Um, look. Oh, I'm Okay. Um, alright, I'll leave that up. I will be right back. Alright, so, um... Back. What are we talking about? Uh, piracy! Um, but I'm paying for the uh, Pro version, so I have access to all the stuff that they're emulating. And it has a couple things that I'm using. Mostly the page toolbar. <laughs> I like being able to see a list instead of that crazy banner that goes across the top. Um, we're doing we're going to move into this and see if we can find um uh, well that was not there we go there we are let's view the article and there we go copy that link yeah go ahead and edit this, this man is not as lost this dog. token editor. Plate. This should be a song. Well, let's see, let's see, let's go back here. Okay, file. Uh, yeah, so this is going to... I hit shift, didn't I yeah. So what do I want to do here? I want to. I want to go into. Characters search by name, so Mezalot. I want to take that Mezalot. Oh, go ahead and get it. I think there was one. Edits. Duplicate? Nope. Cancel. Character sheet? No. Um, yeah, I don't think the search here. No, me at all. This is, important. Uh, this is the search from 5D Tools, which I do not like. It does not let me search for tags. Oh, it does not let me drop down for tags. And this is amazing right here. It shows me you know all my tags, which are kind of crazy because of the way they're imported, but I can get them work on that. Oops, let's see. Okay, let's see. There we go. Copy of Methylocon and then we can go in here we can edit and there we go copy of this log so we will all right and this will be in everybody's journal okay can be edited and controlled by only uh I'm gonna go ahead and go there. Close all these out, so we'll, I us drag this around and find him. He is selected. So whoops. Oh, ah, there we go. Uh default token. And he, yes, delete the default token, then mute, yes, select token. Change that. Go to pictures soft now. Uh, Egg. Pop that in there. Changes. Why is the bio not in there? Okay. Bio information. There is his world and the link. So let's go ahead and. Um, Change that or should the URL be and the text is a world and bill, yes, Insert, and then and there's a law. And how do I link? to a journal page. That is an interesting question. I believe it's pretty easy. Link between journal entries. Boom boom. Mr. Barrington! Let's then do the character journal. Let's open up a token mm-hmm. set. You can token sign up one step further. two Just put single brackets around the name of the character or handout. And when you save an entry, we'll try to automatically create a link. Okay. No, we're the first one So square brackets. Shape changes. There's a lot. Oh no, I don't want it. And then this guy should be journals as well, but he can only be added in full bunch. So I don't know if I need that nothing wrong I like having all right. Huh? And then I can also take this one step further. Uh, he is a muzzle Oh, I don't have anything to muzzle log Um, Well, shit, while we're here, let me just drop this junk in, huh? I think. Oh, man, I really. I really want to say that I have the bookkeeping in there already. Um, book. I don't care. What is this thing? Control control. Book. Keeping. No. You go off. Wow, there's nothing here, huh? Yeah, buddy. Did you also cook my things. What things? Uh, anything. Yeah. I, right now. Oh, I can do that. Uh, oh, I have to pick up the books and keep them on the side. Give me like 5 minutes. I know. Oh, yeah? First, people off to creative I my headphones They are Pickle things. And then pop into Drund. We'll go up my Mizzle off See I really like D&D on It's slow right now. Um, and I do not like that I have to get two close on this. Violence mm-hmm. and Rewards Violence and Rewards Okay. Serve Changes Let's see, I should be able to put a picture here Section, site block top uh, we are going to insert that name. In. Watchers. What is my favorite image? Okay, so. We are going to have to bring it in, in, in. Let's go ahead and find. Yeah, I thought you could have been super fun, right? I'm gonna mess it up. actually one of the first ones in here. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a what? I need to set that up. All right, and there's my image tag. Control C. Sidebar top. Sidebar content panel top. Oh. Yeah, That is far too big, so let's preview that. And of course we're going to save changes, so save that. Now let's preview that. And yeah, put him over there. Now, I don't know if you noticed it real quick. Um, so this is a great place to use image code. Um but I put it down here. Uh the reason I did that was otherwise this would have been up here above this sidebar and the sidebar would have been. There. Um and I cannot remove the sidebar yet. So I like putting the picture in the sidebar unless I've got something else to put in the sidebar. Alright, so that was let's see, solve what we uh street, huh? Nice. Family trees with master and guild membership. I wonder what membership I have. Uh, do, 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 do I have? I am dragon. Is that right? I think I am dragon. I think I have a limit of five. I think I paid thirty-three. So family trees, explorer mode. Thanks, oh, that's kind of nice. Um, oh, map marker groups, map uh, compass, yeah I don't have all this stuff, line and journey line, oh my god that sounds so cool, um, map marker, map marker, discord webhooks, and advanced customization, and then all this stuff is uh, stuff that I don't want to even look at honestly, because I don't want to pay whatever that feature is, Plan five, or twelve months though so I just dropped ninety on roll 20. Um okay, so I think that's where I'm gonna end for this evening. I know I promised some token dropping. Um but I will probably uh be dropping some tokens on my own. Uh, after actually I'll probably finish this off because I am really close to done. really close to done. I think I just need eight. Yeah, and that's that one's pretty small and straight, which I like. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, that's going to be it for this evening and, uh, thanks for watching and, uh, yeah, take care. That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackernerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the new link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website. Email me at my new email address cockatrice at gmail.com and check out my blog at slacker nerds with links to my patreon and all my other socials come join us on the audio dungeon discord server linked in my show notes this podcast is ranked via itunes so leave me a review and some stars there share it with your friends or shout it from the rooftops however you want to get the word out is great with me thanks for listening and i'll talk to you next time